Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Guess what? What's up, dude? This is season two. Let's go. Let's go. We're back. We are back. I'm super excited about this season, man. Me too. It felt like forever. You know, like summer for school. <laughs> except it was the opposite. Except I was excited to get back. You were excited to get back. Unlike school, and you never wanted to go back. It's funny because... Uh, my son just started school. Oh, actually, my daughter and son went back in person. Eli's in first grade. Emery is in kindergarten. And um, Eli loves sleeping, bro. That kid <laughs> will not get out of bed. I'm like, Eli, it's time to get up. And the first day of school, he was up at like 530 in the morning. Whoa, he's ready. Second day, I don't want to get up. <laughs> he was over it one day. <laughs> one one day, and done. One day, he's like, all right, I'm ready for summer again. Yeah, my daughter starts school this Thursday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What grade? Kindergarten. Kin- oh, man, that's such a hard yep. thing for a dad. Like when I saw my, my uh, daughter, Emery, she's my, my first daughter, my second child. But when I saw her walking with that backpack, bro, it was like bigger than she was, dude. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> man, poor baby. But that's cool, man. So what's what's been uh, happening in your life during this big, long summer break? During summer break uh, between season one and season two, we had a uh, – uh, a new business venture start for me. Oh, congrats. Tell us about it. Yes, sir. So me and my brother-in-law, Michael, we, um, we've started our business venture with Alliance Softwash Services. Nice. And, um, do you have an Instagram? Oh yeah. So our Instagram is Alliance Softwash Services. Um, so we've got that started up in the past, uh, three weeks and, uh, we are now live. So, so what kind of services do you offer? If I wanted to book alliance what yeah do you so, offer? so we do driveways um exterior cleaning of homes um r- rust removal oil spots removal um roof cleaning gutter cleaning um a big one actually here in socal is um solar panel cleaning to mm, maximize efficiency I need to get that done yeah my solar panels have been on for a little over a year and they like look like the same color as my roof i have a red roof yeah so to maximize efficiency do I get um, a leader huddle discount? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We'll get we'll get together <laughs> online, offline about that. Okay. But yeah, what about you? Any anything? Um, so my my wife and I are expecting our fourth and last maybe child. Yeah. Right. She wants me to go get fixed, but we'll see. Nah. Uh, anyway, uh, we're expecting our number four, baby number four. We have uh, my son is going to be seven next on Tuesday. No, Thursday of this week. My d- second child, em- Emery, she's five. We have a baby, Alora, she's one. And we are about to have our fourth child in March 2022. And we just found out last night that we are having a boy. Thank the Lord. Wow. Are you? I, I seen you jump in the oh, video. Oh, bro, I was so excited. I was like, I, I could tell you were really, really excited. Yeah. Just like, good. Uh, Gabe, uh, Gabe needs that. Full disclosure, I jumped, though, because my daughter that I was holding in the video was terrified that everybody was screaming, so I was trying to make it happy oh, for her. Oh, okay. That's the only reason why I jumped. I was like, man, Gabe really wanted that boy. Well, I only <laughs> I only jumped for Jesus and my right. boss. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're excited about that, man. So anyway, now that we're back, we're, summer break is over. Season 2 Season is live. Season 2 is live, and we well, have a really uh, exciting episode. Before we get into that, we want to talk about a few different ways you can connect with us. We, bro, have taken it. To the next level. Man, season one is like a joke compared <laughs> to what season two is about to be. That's right. This, for season two, we got merch. We got merch. We got stickers. We got stickers. We got hoodies. We got 
everything. Yeah, we got it all. And we got a website. We do got a website. It's theleaderhuddle.com, www.theleaderhuddle.com. Our website is the central location where you can uh, have access to everything that we have. So we have an Instagram. Our Instagram handle is uh, at theleaderhuddle. Uh, we have our website. We have a Patreon. Basically, if you don't know what Patreon is, you can support the Leader Huddle this season. We have uh, exclusive content, bonus content from every single episode. Every one of our guests has agreed to give us some really interesting content. We're going to have video tutorials. We're going to have live Q&As. We're, uh, you even get discounts on merch if you're part of Patreon. So it's going to be great. Uh, you can access that through our website as well. We also have uh, some uh, promos we're running. Why don't you tell us about like the code word? And yeah, so we're going to be doing a couple giveaways um, throughout the season. And um, What are we giving away? Merch? Yeah, we're going to give away um, some shirts. Shirts, some hats. stickers. We have some hats. Yep. I'm wearing some, one right some now. nice dad hats. Yeah. You don't have to be a dad to wear them. They're yeah. just, it's just what they're called. Okay. I, I didn't come up with the name. Okay. But... How you can win this is there's in each episode there's going to be a code word that's dropped. It could be something as simple as table or mm. something complex. Mm. You, and there will we will stop each episode in the middle and say, "All right, here's your code word." And so for episode one, let's let's make it real simple right okay. now, and let's just drop it right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. Let's just drop it. So, but you better not stop listening just because we give you that's the code right. word. That's right. All right. So the code word. This is your, this is a freebie. This is okay. Episode. That's fair. Okay, go. Episode one. The code word is tune bucket, because our guest is Sister Melody and she runs a business called Tune Bucket. Yeah, she takes a bunch of buckets and she tunes them. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's kind of what she's done with our band. Mm, okay, okay. In a good way, she's helped us. You, you don't want to miss today's episode. Gonna, yeah. it, is, it was amazing. We had it really was. So yeah. what you need to do is you need to go to our Instagram right now. Don't yep. worry. You don't have to pause this. It'll keep playing. Go that's to right. our Instagram. Type in the leader huddle. And then send us a DM with the word tune, tune bucket. bucket. And our new member of the team is going to get that dm mm, we got a new member we do have a new member and that her name is sister lorraine massey lorraine she shout is our out. social media director social media goat. director she's the goat she is honestly the one that if you guys have been following us and we want to thank you um you during our summer break w- while me and ryan were on break she was not on break no she was not she's and working she's overtime. taking pictures she's doing videos she's really boosting our social media presence our online presence and she's going to continue to make us look good so if you want to hear more about her go to our website click on team and you'll see a little bio about her but we're really really honored really grateful for lorraine absolutely being part of the team so why don't we get into the episode yeah let's jump in let's go take me there hey everyone welcome to the leader huddle podcast with gabe and ryan where we talk about leadership life and god i'm gabe And I'm Ryan. Thank you guys so much for making us part of your day. This is the Leader Huddle Podcast.
right, so we are here with Sister Tomb Bucket herself, Sister Melody. Thank you for coming on the podcast with us. You're we really appreciate your time. Yeah, we're excited you're here. I'm you're you're the here. first first episode interview of this season. Season's exciting. Woo-hoo. All right. Congratulations to everybody listening. And to the person on Instagram who was like, "Give us more women." We heard you. The very first episode of yes. season 2. You got the woman herself, it the woman, the myth, Aww. the legend. It may or may not have already been scheduled. <laughs> We're just going to leave that in the dark, you know? It's a mystery. But we do hear you on Instagram. So thank you again so much for coming on. My pleasure. Um, tell us a little bit about what all you do. Tell us about Tomb Bucket. Tell us about what you do at Hope Center. Okay. So my first job is I am music director at Hope Center which means I'm over vocals, special groups, band, media, lighting, sound, all of that. Oh, wow, lighting. Everything. Oh, yeah. We've gotten fancy. (laughs) (laughs) So coordinating that sometimes can be a circus act, but um, we use Planning Center to its not full potential, but it's definitely a work in progress. Yeah. Feels like it's to its full potential. It's a lifesaver. At least you guys use it. Our church is still not there yet. We're trying to get there. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. It's oh, a work in progress. So then I do Tune Bucket. So I help women who are discouraged learn piano online. That's so awesome. this is for women who have either always had a desire to play. Maybe they dabbled in it as a young, young woman and they quit for a while. And also women who've played for a long time, but they just feel stuck. I just want to say, if you're not a woman, you can still watch her, her show. I... <laughs> I regularly tune in to the tune bucket when mm. she goes live. I see what you did there. So just, nice. just <laughs> thank you. Throwing that out there. If you're a guy, you're not uh, effeminate. If you play the piano, you can still be a beast keys player and, and follow melody. So, so how did you end up? Um, tell us a little bit how you ended up in California. Like, where are you from originally? Give us a little bit of background about yourself. I know this story. Really? Yeah, because I listened to the convo. Oh, I know your whole backstory already. <laughs> did I go? Did I start at the beginning? You went all the way back to some school called J- KFC or oh. JFC or something like that. Oh, wow, <laughs> we're gonna edit that part out. I'm no, I'm not. I'm staying, bro. I'm vegan. I don't eat chicken. Oh, oh yeah, I know that too. But you became vegan when you moved to California. That's hilarious. Yeah, so. which is funny. Um, so I was raised in Texas. Texas. Um. In a medium-sized church, we had a decent music department. I was involved in the choir, played off and on, and then I decided I was going to go to Jackson College of Ministries in That's Mississippi. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. So at eighteen, I remember going there as a little kid for their conferences and stuff. Really? Yeah. Small world. Um, so at eighteen, I moved there and have never been back home. As they say, I mean, it's, I mm-hmm. guess it's not home after you've been gone for so long. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of um, how long you've been gone, I, I said I was going to do this. So um, first time I met you, I've been I've been affiliated with Hope Center off and on for a little over a decade. And Ryan invited me to come to church for uh, you guys had an evangelist. Who was that? Um, I forgot his name. He he didn't even preach when I came, which is by oh, the it was brother Cody Marks. Yeah, Cody right. Marks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, you guys had a you guys had a move of God service and mm-hmm. there was like no preaching which actually happens every time I come to Hope Center. I still don't know what Pastor Wilmoth preached like. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so so we came. It was a Sunday night, and um, I came. I sat in the back, and uh, I'm like, I'm like, who is? Because uh, Ryan, you know, he's, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And I saw, like, a bunch of new musicians. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I haven't been here in a few years. 
And I was like, bro, I said, who's that girl on the keys? He's like, oh, that's our MD, Melody. And I'm like, is she t- like 12? Or? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but from far away, d- you look like really young, you know, which I guess is a compliment to you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if 12 is a compliment, but <laughs> he's like, bro, do not tell her that. Please do not tell her that. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm going to introduce you afterward. And then I heard on the, well, I won't say how old you are, but I heard on the convo how old you are. And I was like, wow, you've, you've, uh, I'm 38. She said it. She said know. it. Yeah. <laughs> so congrats to you for staying young. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's man. Good. That's funny. Yeah. So I went to JCM and, um, I feel like I have to explain this because you guys are so young. Like, you don't, you're not familiar with JCM at all, right, Gabe? Okay. That's so weird to me. Um, so back in the, I'm d- familiar with like IBC, CLC. I'm from mm-hmm. North Carolina originally. So but how old are you? Uh, 29. Oh, but I never, no, never had heard of it. So back in the day, I mean, this is my opinion, but JCM was like the premier school for music. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, they had a great combination of talented people, but also spirituality. Mm. And I love that. That's the reason I went. And so we would do live recordings every year. That's cool. And, um, so that that was a really neat experience. So my senior year is when I got hired at um, First Church in Natchez, mm. and I was really music I director. didn't know that. Who was yeah. the pastor there? Brother Johnson. He still is. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I was there for almost twelve years. Wow. And um, I really felt like there was maybe a different type of ministry for me in the future, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt like Tune Bucket was that because you mm. have. So many churches who don't have access to somebody they can ask questions to or That's somebody so they can yeah. train them. I mean, they're kind of on their own. Mm-hmm. And even for me, like when I was learning to play, it's so difficult to find a teacher. Yeah. And yeah. as I said, you know, like a you, good one. you mentioned the convo, but we would, my mom would drive us an hour and a half one mm-hmm. way every week to take mm-hmm. piano lessons. And that's hard, mm-hmm. you know, for especially to teach um, like how we play in, right. ch- in yeah. church and right. Pentecost yeah, the uh, gospel faith. I mean, I I know um, my pastor, Pastor Tim. I mean, he's he's amazing. He really yeah. is. Uh, but his dad actually, um, basically hired an organist teacher, uh, from like Riverside or something. She went to a Kojic church, mm. and for like two three years, like every week he would drive him, and and he learned from someone. You know, I mean, she was Christian, but, you know, Church right. of God in Christ, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but Kojic is known, especially for, like, their gospel, their oh, yeah. bump, their shout, all that. Oh, yeah. But that's where he actually learned how to play organ. He was, you know, but there was nobody in the within our circles that was really teaching at that time. Yeah, and I find, like, especially for women, there's a lot of um, self-doubt and intimidation mm-hmm. and discouragement and, you know, women who are married and have children and responsibilities mm-hmm. they carry a lot of different weight so it's like playing the piano or getting better or mm. playing songs for church is kind of on the back burner yeah, yeah. and i think they carry a lot of guilt because of that mm. so trying the to di- the, the desire is there the desire sure. is definitely there so trying to equip them and change uh, mentalities about being excellent in the church um it, it's a process and we're seeing you know women so when better. did you start tune bucket you said after like 12 years you had this burden in your heart when did that start actually started in the midst of still being an md okay it was like 2013 oh nice mm-hmm. and i kind of it's interesting because i kind of went through a journey like at first it was going to be i was going to do bass and drums and piano mm. and then i was going to do kids piano mm. and it was sort of a weird journey for me because i 
have always been the type of person like I do a lot of research, I figure out what I'm going to do, and then I go for it. But this was a process, almost like a humbling process mm. for me because it's like it's very public and people are seeing my business and yeah. they're seeing it change and seeing it evolve. But also I see it as a beautiful story because like you're not always going to be headed in the direction that you will be in 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. and to allow God to lead you and guide mm-hmm. you and unfold your story is what it's all about. That's awesome. That's great. And I know just from, from the little bit I do know about the business, it, it really picked up during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did. We had uh, switched to focusing on women, I think maybe 2019. Um, but at the beginning of 2020, when COVID and everything hit, I we had scheduled a launch like mid-March or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was really um, hesitant to push that because I felt like, man, people are losing their jobs and, you know, all this is happening. And I, I don't want to be insensitive yeah. to that. And my mom, before this is before she passed away, and she was like, no, Melody, you have to see this as people have an opportunity mm-hmm. to finally kind of rearrange their priorities. Mm. And so when we launched it, it just was amazing the amount of people that jumped on board and it's been so encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see people win. I want to see people get better, and I believe in it so much that I'm willing to just keep talking about it. Yeah, that's awesome. And I was, I was, I was telling Ryan. I said, you know, it really inspired me when I came. It's been about, uh, I'm embarrassed to say, like three years since I visited, maybe more, like uh, during a service, and to see all those kids up there mm-hmm. playing. You know, and and um, <laughs> how do I say this? Um, there was some <laughs> there's some mistakes, you know. Yeah. I've been playing for a while, so yeah. <coughs> I was like yeah. I was like, Oh, oh on some spots, but I think that it was just so cool to see like such a diversity age age group up there that were practicing, they were learning. And uh that's when you started telling me about, you know, Tomb Bucket and what it's all about. And so you've actually just so you know, you've inspired me because mm-hmm. I'm the MD at our church and we're actually launching a school of music next year. That's exciting. And um I was actually listening to to the convo. And uh, we're gonna be shouting them out a lot. And this, <laughs> this, <coughs> I was listening to them in your episode with them, and I think Kurt asked you maybe, and he said like, "How do you determine who, you know, or do, do you just like random?" And you, I think you said like, "I just go up and say, hey, do you want to learn how to play?" Yeah. And if they were there, they're there. If they're not, they're not. And it that's actually like a, um, at least in my world, it's like a new concept in music ministry, because a lot of times it's like who you know, what you know, or. Like the music ministry is a very um, tight knit group. Yeah, yeah it's for exclusive. Sure. Exclu- yeah, exclusive is a great word. And so um, I'm like, I, I literally went back and talked to some of our leaders, some people on my team. And I'm like, you know what? I was like, I bet you there's talent sitting in these pews. Mm-hmm. And we just haven't knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. And so you inspired me with that too. I was like, man, we're, we're going to do it in Jesus' name. That's exciting. Yeah, one thing I, I took away, um, I've heard on your on your Instagram lives and specifically the the ones that you started back right in the middle of COVID, like right at the beginning, your jump start to piano lessons. Mm-hmm. One thing that you said was, um, you know, this is an opportunity. This is a blessing in a way you're talking about the time that we had, but this is, we've been given this opportunity of, of to be able to practice and time kind of slow down for us. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I specifically took away from that was like, yeah, that is a good point of mm-hmm. while COVID's not good, obviously, but, we, we, we were given that opportunity. So that's great to see that your your business kind of um, flour- flourished during that time. And that's pe- awesome. And people were able to 
push themselves during that time and and better themselves as far as piano goes. And hearing their stories, like there's nothing. I mean, I would just cry getting messages from people like, thank you so much for what you do. I, I've been encouraged, mm-hmm. and now I'm able to play in church, or I was able awesome. to push through this barrier, you know, and mm-hmm. I have more confidence. And, th- you know, it's – you want that. You, I want every church to have good music. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Not just my church. Absolutely. So where do you see Tomb Bucket going in the next iteration of your life, two, four, five years, something like that? Like, what, what's your goals for Tomb Bucket? I really feel like we've hit a vein when it comes to women. And as you've seen with our music department, I feel like my specific gifting is developing people who are more beginner, intermediate. Um, we've done it in our local church. I mean, even with Tomb Bucket, breaking down chords and how to play songs, to me, it's it's it should be simple. It should be very simple mm-hmm. to understand. Like, there's only seven That's right. yeah. notes. I mean, it can't be that difficult, right? Mm-hmm. But the way you approach it and the way you teach it and the way you kind of take the blinders off for people mm-hmm. who are already overwhelmed and overloaded mm-hmm. um, and really even being able to give one-on-one more time with women who are, you know, some of them are pastor's wives, and they never wanted to play the piano. But they did out of necessity. They yeah. have to, yeah. and mm-hmm. they're raising kids, and they're probably homeschooling, and it's just like an extra stressor, and they probably go home on Sunday nights and cry because, you know, they didn't play the C7 quarter. It was super mm-hmm. stressful to try to play a new song. And so balancing all of that, um, I want to help women be able to break playing down where it's not such of like a big monster. Yeah. That's that makes good. sense. I like that. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, – as how, how actually how long have you been um, MD here at Hope Center? January sixth will be five years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's been five years since I've been to Hope Center. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, Exposed. but I wasn't gonna say. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Bishop Wilma. <laughs> we use that as a gauge for cleaning out the church. I'm like, we haven't used this since I've been here. <laughs> there you go. If away. we haven't used it during that time, <laughs> not going to use it in the next five years. Oh probably. my Back goodness! It's go. yep. <laughs> during that time here, or even at your at your previous church, whenever you were MD there, what would you say one of the greatest challenges were as far as leadership goes, and and leading um, other musicians, singers, and and just people underneath you, even as far as Tomb Bucket goes? Because I know you have employees now, which that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah, it's definitely the people part of it. Um, there's such a balance because not only are you a leader in ministry, but you have human beings who have lives. And um, so connecting with them, making them feel like you like them as a person mm-hmm. and not just as a good, strong alto. Mm. <laughs> That's know? good. I could preach. Being mindful <laughs> yeah. you know, of them and their life circumstances. Um, developing people getting them to believe in themselves motivating them i mean one thing that me and you have seen recently with these young kids that we're developing is i've really pushed them and it hasn't been using me as a crutch Mm. you know i didn't want them to start off their piano journey with saying okay um me showing them everything and then having to ask like okay how do i do this how do i do this and it's almost like a codependent Mm. relationship with them instead of them being able to figure things out and you know how do i how do I become the type of musician where I can keep growing mm-hmm. on my own? Yeah, I've seen a lot. Um, you know, growing up, I come from a musical family, and my dad was the. Well, we didn't have 
uh, that I think I feel like MD is such a cool term now. Like, oh, I'm the MD. Mm-hmm. But it was just he was in charge of music. Yeah. <laughs> it was I A I C I M in charge of music. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, um, but I, I it's so true what you said about like the leadership aspect and developing um, relationship with people because I'm telling you like. In all my years, 29 years of being in church, probably the greatest drama that churches have comes from the music ministry. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I don't want to get you know theological, but it's it's it is it is uh, spiritual as well because obviously we know that we replaced Lucifer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And so uh, the worship ministry. I mean, I that's one thing that I strive for in our in our music ministry. And uh, I, I I'm I won't knock the previous directors, but there was a time in our our uh, our ministry where um, basically we just I, I I the way I say it is like we just clocked in and we clocked out. We came to church, played on Sunday, had good worship, good praise. God bless you. We'll see you next next week or at the next practice. Mm-hmm. And um, when I took over the music ministry three years ago in our church, I said I don't want us to just sing together or play together. I want us to become involved in each other's lives personally and get to know one another because, um, you know, I, I, we have a, a, a slogan or a motto, I guess, in our, our ministry, and it's united, anointed, appointed, and God above all. I said, if we're not united, I it like doesn't that. matter. That's good. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good you play. I don't care how good you play. I don't care if you can, you know, hit that note and sing that. If you're if you're at odds with this sister, you don't even know what's going on in her life how can you minister effectively together you know yeah. so we have to be united we've been appointed by god we have to be under the anointing of god and god has to be above everything so i think that's um super um important and and wise mm-hmm. you know of you to in, in implement that into your leadership because so many things like that can cause division i mean it's mm-hmm. the people that yeah. you know are the good part and then the challenging part you know and if you are opening up channels for people to communicate with you and mm-hmm. be real with you. I mean, I think the worst thing that we have to look out for as leaders is when everybody loves everything that's going on. Yeah. Because that's never true. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody's not being open with you, if they're yeah. not saying, you know, this is a little bit of a challenge or I'm struggling with this, then mm-hmm. put your radar up because mm-hmm. that means someone's hiding something or there's underlying frustrations. Yeah. And what w- let me ask you this, just it's not on our list, but it goes along with what you're saying. So, I mean, you've been in music ministry for a long time. So obviously when we're learning songs or even in a service, you have, you know, we schedule musicians who are still developing, still growing. I mean, for that matter, we're all developing. But mm-hmm. um, so you got that guy who or that gal who just, you know, keeps missing this part on the song. They They keep missing that progression. They don't know the the, you know, the line to play or the notes to sing. They can never get it. How do you um, how do you correct them? Because it, it, I have this thing like we we uh, we love the people, but we we correct, you know, the mistake. You know, we mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate you because you can't get this part right, but I need to also help you get the part right. So yeah. how do you how do you approach that without making people feel like like they're losers? You know, or like oh she man, Sister me Melody hates me. Huh? She sicks me on them. <laughs> I was going to say, I tend to be the more... That's why she's got Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, I need need a Ryan in my church. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Get a band leader. (laughs) Um, No, I hear everything musically, and sometimes I... It depends. Sometimes I'm more lenient than he is, and sometimes I'm not. Um, 
I don't know that I can really fully answer the question because I've never been in a position where I've came into a place with seasoned musicians and I feel mm. like that would be different you know like I if I was playing with a bass player that had played for 20 years and had played at peak and that's interesting and um all the conferences you know it's you have a different relationship yeah um all of our kids I've basically trained them so they just listen to me and we joke about that's it like even with very vocals, interesting. I tell them you know sometimes I teach you guys the wrong part but you sing it because I tell you confidently this is the part and they don't mm -hmm. question it yeah. that is super interesting I didn't even think about that it's an interesting yeah. dynamic for sure. Um, this is a good question for both of you guys. Cause okay. Now that we're sitting here at the table, and I didn't even think about this coming into this meeting, you both are MDs. Yes. Like, man, like, lucky me. I'm I want a here. little pen that says MD. <laughs> I'm just kidding. In charge of music ministry. In charge of <laughs> ICOM. Need my parking spot. Um, <laughs> that's good, though. Yeah. I like that. In charge of music ministry. But here's a good question for both of you guys. Who was the most impactful leader, especially like in music, for you guys growing up? Mm -hmm. um, I'd be curious, and I'm sure a lot of our followers would love to hear this one as well. Oh, that's hard. Um, I'm going to say two. Okay. The first I'm going to say is Demetra Carney. She was our music director mm. or dean of music at Bible College. And what she um, – I don't know the word I'm thinking about. What she modeled for us was putting 100% into your ministry, but also putting 100% into your family. Mm. Like she I was very that. good um, about, because she was distanced from her family when she would come to the college, um, she was very good about if her kids were calling to say goodnight, she would stop the meeting. Mm. That's awesome. And I know that there's no such thing really as a balance, but she she showed us the importance of if your home life isn't full, that's so it good. affects yeah. every part of you. That's really good. And that's great to see as someone, um, like if your immediate leader did that, someone above you, mm -hmm. that's, and like you were, you were under her mm -hmm. and you've seen that and you're, you took that with you. So that's good. every person underneath you is being able to benefit from that, not just yourself, mm -hmm. but you're also teaching the person underneath you, hey, never forget that. Mm -hmm. Your family is priority, and they'll take that for generation and generation, mm -hmm. pass it on mm -hmm. to their young musicians and yep. people under them. Who was the second person? You said oh two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, the second person is Bishop because oh, I feel yeah. like he's – like I don't know anybody better that connects with people and who makes people feel valued and loved. And like Bishop could tell you, I believe you could fly a plane today and you would go do it. Wow. Yeah, because Bishop Wilmoth is the best. He just, would, he just believes in people. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, for me, it honestly is, is my dad uh, when it comes to uh, especially music ministry. I mean, all around ministry. He's um, was a great role model example and leader in our church. And now he's pastoring and um, he's a wonderful man. But musically, <laughs> uh, oh, I could tell you so many stories. <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, I got a drum set when I was five years old because out of necessity, we needed drums in the church. And he played organ every Sunday and led worship from the organ. Um, we had another young lady, that the pastor's daughter, Bethany Erskine, who was learning how to play keys. And um, I see a face. I did not realize you went to their church. Mm -hmm. Ted Erskine was my pastor wow. for 15 years. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah so, um, 
So uh, <laughs> I wish this was video. I, I wanted to was. capture her <laughs> face right the, now. The, the, the dots just connected. Yeah. Well, like we're probably related and don't even know it. Oh, this maybe. <laughs> so, um, but no, so my dad would play. I mean, we did have a drummer and if he listens, he's a podcaster too, CL King. Uh, but it was time to start training somebody up. So by seven, uh, I was playing in church. And it's funny because um, both my dad and Pastor Erskine, uh, Ted Erskine, if you don't know him, he's a wonderful man of God. And he actually um, plays a little bass. And every now and then he would jump on the drums. But they had a nickname for me. Um, they called me the Russian Dragon. And when people say, why? He said, because Gabe's either Russian or Dragon. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Talk about the pressure. Talk about the pressure of, uh, you know, being a, a seven-year-old and your dad's the MD. Aww. and um, In charge of music ministry. He's the icon. And, <laughs> <laughs> and and literally, he's like playing, leading worship, and he's like giving you a look like you know you're going to get it when you get home because you're just ruining worship, you know. Ooh. And then Pastor Erskine would just be like snapping his finger, looking at me. <laughs> and then he'd be like, slow down, slow down, because I've been going. So I remember one time, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this, after church. Me, Pastor Erskine, Sister Erskine, Bethany, we went out. They always went to El Cerro uh, restaurant after church. His favorite every Sunday. That's what he did in between uh, morning service and night service. And we're in the car, and he goes, he goes, hey, babe. He's talking to Sister Erskine. He goes, wasn't worship good today? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, he's like victory is mine. Victory <laughs> is mine. And he's like be- beating the wheel. He's like, man, Gabe was all over the place, wasn't he? <laughs> I'm like, and you're and in the back seat. I'm yeah. I'm like six, seven years old. I can hear you. Yeah, and <laughs> Sister Erskine, she's all, "Honey, stop!" She's all, "Don't listen to him." She, she used to call me Gaby Baby. That was she, she called me. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I you like better that. not start. I that. like that. I'm gonna change your contact, <laughs> Gaby Baby. <laughs> so anyway, that that was really my biggest influence. The Leader Huddle Podcast with Gaby Baby <laughs> and Ryan. <laughs> it's stuck. Real quick. Um. Sister Melody, if you had to name like one or two of your pet peeves as far as music ministry leadership goes, what would your like biggest pet peeves be? Uh, my first one is when people show up to rehearsal and they'll say, uh, oh, well, there wasn't a chord chart for this, so I didn't practice. Mm. Or, I didn't know who the artist was, so I didn't listen to it. Um, I feel like that's just a simple text you can send. And really, it's a cover for you didn't practice, and you probably wouldn't have practiced if there was a chord. It chart. wasn't important enough for me to practice. Exactly. That's the translation. Love you guys, but that's how I, that's mm-hmm. what I interpret it as. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, just trying to point the finger. So that's yeah, that's yeah. so true. That one and being late is my pet peeve. But that's my pet peeve, and like as far as everything in life, like it doesn't take any skill or anything well, to just show up on time. I mean, you weren't raised. Was your dad in the military? Yeah, he was. Oh, you were raised? Okay, well, that's why. Yeah. Because my dad's slogan to this day is, if you can't be on time, be early. So mm-hmm. I'm never late to anything unless my wife is with me. Sorry, babe. If, Sorry, if, babe. I, if I'm late, <laughs> I'm probably strategically late. It's not an accident. Oh, wow. So. Now I know. Yeah. If I'm <laughs> if I'm late, I'm nine out of if ten he's times. late, he's making a statement. <laughs> yeah. I, it's strategic. Like, eh. Like, I don't want to be the first one at this event or this function. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, so what piece of advice would you give to anyone that is going to be in church leadership as far as like music ministry, like they're going to step into a role as a, as a music leader, what advice would you give them? Cause you have a wealth of experience. Both of you guys do really. But yeah. But uh, this is about melody. Today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. 
I'm today. just a today. I'm just a host. But what what advice would you give to someone? Use all your available resources. Mm, that's um, good. I think sometimes we limit ourselves because we say, "Oh, I don't have a good drummer at my church." Train one. Mm. Use a drum loop like Mike drop. She's preaching, bro. Like anybody can play. I don't even know what it's called, but is it the bass drum that the you play with your foot yeah. and the snare? Bonk, yeah. chink, bonk, chink, and a drum loop. <laughs> it sounds professional. It does. Somebody clip that. Bonk, I love chink, <laughs> bonk, chink. First of all, tune your snare. <laughs> Find a two-chord song. Chinks, the bones, the chinks, the bones, the I love it. Use all of your resources. Don't yeah. don't limit yourself. Right. I like that. And let me just say, if you're training a drummer, take th- if they're a brand-new drummer and they're, like, um, very hyper or um, just want to beat on everything, do what my dad did. Take away everything but the snare mm-hmm. and the bass and the hi-hat. Don't give them Focus toms. Focus on that pocket. Don't give them – that's right. Don't give them the cymbal. You say you can learn the fills later. Now, I'm talking about the drummers that can't control themselves. If they got control, or they're a little more mature. But when I was seven, I just want to be I've air. never seen a drummer. No, wait, let me, let me rephrase. Let me themselves. rephrase. When I was seven, bounce the chink, the bounce the chink. But um, anyway, that was my joke that That's no one smart. laughed at. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, take it, take it away. Focus on the pocket. Get good. Because like you said, anybody can or should be able to play. Right. Yeah. That's good. I like it. All right. So we're going to start the rapid fire segment this is carried over from season one so i'm going to ask you a couple questions and you have to say your initial response okay all right so she has no idea what's coming all right so favorite restaurant that you go to and what do you get from there um there's this place called nice guys in newport and they make a really good vegan burger so Mm. so it has to be vegan yeah yeah have Definitely. you been to that place here? It's called like Plant Something by um, Sprouts. Plant Valley, yeah, it's okay. That's okay. Basic. I like Thai food though too. Ooh, Thai. Do they make Thai vegan? Tofu. Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> I hate tofu. <laughs> Give me some orange I chicken. Just hate the, I hate the sound of that word. That just sounds terrible. And some peanut sauce. All right, your preference to play piano or organ? Organ. Whoa, Ooh. no hesitation. An organ that works. Mm, now that's so true. Um, oh, what's his name? I was going to throw him under no. the bus. I've never heard you play organ. I want to hear you play. That's my first instrument. Oh, well then. No, stop. <laughs> okay. Favorite place you've gotten to travel? Barcelona, Barcelona. Spain. Everybody knows I've that. heard this already. <laughs> <laughs> She's And it's not Barcelona. It's Barcelona. Barcelona. See? Okay, I okay. told Bishop Sh- when I said, if I lose my passport, you got to leave me here, right? Whoops. <laughs> Shout out to Kurt and Colton in the convo. I already knew that answer. There yep. you go. One place you've always wanted to go, travel. Um, my family's originally from Sweden, so I'd like to go back there. Oh wow, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never really considered going to Sweden, but <laughs> that would Neither be have I, nor yeah. shall I. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you. So All right. Um, go ahead and wrap it up, dude. Yeah, thank you, Melody. It was awesome meeting you finally in person and having this interview. Uh, I do want to just say to everybody who's listening right now, if you've listened this far, uh, where can they find you on Instagram, uh, Facebook, your Tune Bucket, all that? Where can they where can they look you up? I mean, I know Instagram, but what's your handle and all that? So it's Tune Bucket Piano Lessons on Facebook and Instagram. We have a YouTube channel, and if you're looking for the website, it's thetunebucket.com. Thetunebucket.com. And for everybody who's listening, we actually are going to have a – bonus content uh exclusive content session with her right now 
So the way you can do that is you go to our website, theleaderhuddle.com, and click bonus content. It'll take you to our Patreon site. Uh, sign up there, and you will get exclusive access to the Tune Bucket. Cool. She's the GOAT. Greatest of all time. <laughs> My favorite MD right there. Aww. All right, everybody. That wraps up our episode for today with uh, Miss Melody, the Tune Bucket Master. <laughs> Man, she was good. She yeah, was that good. was fun. I, 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 We actually talked offline a little bit afterwards because – it was really my first time meeting Melody and found out that we have um, uh, mutual friends in North Carolina. So that was pretty fun. But uh, before we let you guys go today, we just want to um, share something with you. One of the things that we want to do this season is partner with um, local businesses, small businesses, and, and um, just work together with them. So we're really excited because we have our first uh, promo. We want to give you guys the opportunity to uh, partake of this next business. So our friend Paul over at PNM uh, Auto Detailing uh, Company, he is a mobile auto detailer. I have personally used him twice, and he did phenomenal, bro. I mean, that yeah, guy can... I've seen the videos, and yeah, it looks... He it can get really any stain good. out. He can. He does, uh, you know, clay bar waxing. He does interior, exterior. He even did my dad. My dad has a, like a like a 30-foot RV, and he did the whole RV, bro, and it wow. looks amazing. And so his his service is top notch. He's a great customer service. He's there to please, you know, and, and does great work. Has all the equipment. He'll show up in your driveway and do it there at your house. You don't have you to. Can't beat that convenience. That's right. You don't even have to do anything uh, other than give him the keys and let him do his work. And so um, for the next 14 days, next two weeks, if you would like to get your car done, or this would be a great gift too for. Like, I did this for my wife's car, actually, both times. My wife loves when her car's clean. And so um, you can use a special promo code. I'm going to give it to you right now. It's LeaderHuddle10. You can find this on our website at theleaderhuddle.com. The promo code is LeaderHuddle10. Go follow Paul right now. Go follow uh, PNM Auto Detailing right now. His link is on our um, Instagram. It's also on our website. You can go follow him right now. Send him a DM through Instagram, say, hey, I'd like to book a service. I want to get my car done. He has all kinds of different packages you can use. And use Leader Huddle 10. You will get 10% off of a one-time service with him. So we want to give him a shout-out. He's a great guy. He has a great business, great business model, uh, takes care of his customers. And I guarantee you. I'm about you, to text him right now. Dude, I guarantee you your car is going to look brand spanking new. And also, if you are a Patreon member, um, we're going to have – uh, Sister Melody, um, she's given us a sneak preview of some of her lessons. If you're not a Patreon member yet, you can go to our website, theleaderhuddle.com, <clears throat> and um, sign up for our Patreon through there. You're going to get all season long, you're going to get exclusive content, That's right. behind the scenes stuff, um, stuff that no one else is going to see. Not even the social media side is going to get That's this right. kind of stuff. But it also gets you the sneak preview of what it's like t- to be in her lessons. Um, she's going to, um, show you, uh, exactly how she teaches, um, some new songs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be, it, it'll be really good. So this has been fun, man. This was a great first episode. I think it was a great way to launch our first season and, uh, I'm looking forward to next week's episode. It's going to be great. Can't wait. It's like summer break again, <laughs> just for a week this time though. Just for a week. All right. We'll see you guys.